Ooh, I don't know. It looks like they might be right. That was me reading an article about this guy who almost never loses at poker. And it's not looking good. And the only thing that they can say is they know he cheated. They just don't know how yet. Uh, uh, uh. Hey, this is Michelle Spivey, your Practical Priestess of Wisdom. And I want to welcome you to today's podcast of Wisdom Smack. So join me on the flip as we get into, eventually, it comes around. Oh, yes. I'll see you then. Yep, it's like there's nothing new under the sun. Eventually, your number will come up. Now, I read this article and I had been uh, thinking about some things. And I was thinking about the good side of when your number comes around. But I'm going to tell you, this whole poker thing, I don't play poker. I don't watch poker. But the story caught my eye as an author because I love heist stuff and and those types of things. And so it caught my eye and I read it and I read some more and then I watched some of the Twitter feeds and I was like, oh, I don't know. Mm, It's looking kind of fishy. And it was kind of like the the things that people were were saying, like looking at the odds of this person being able to win every hand. And I was like, come on, dude, don't you realize you gotta, you gotta like not win every hand. And so anyway, uh, you can check it out if you're wa- if you're listening to this uh, um, when it has first come out. Uh, you can probably Google the poker cheating scandal that's going on right now and see for yourself. But it got me to thinking about uh, some wisdom smacks that I am continuing to have to learn and grapple with. And I wanted to share them with you. So let's go on and get into it, okay? Now, I, I almost titled this podcast something else, but it was long and I was like, oh, well. And, you know, to that 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 person who says that I don't name my um, podcast sexy enough, I tried to do you all right by just saying eventually it comes around. But I was going to name it like the antidote for failure, loss and misses. But I was like, no, no, I'm going to stick with eventually it comes around. And so I wanted to uh, get in here and just just get going. And so for me, of course, I was thinking on the optimistic side. I was thinking about when good luck visits. But we have to make sure that we're staying in, in line and in kind with what wisdom is teaching us. And then on this channel, wisdom has taught us that you not only you got three things. You got the left, the right, and the middle. And so because of that, that's how we're going to be approaching when the karmic wheel spins and lands on your number. Okay. So um to bring you back up to speed, I've been talking recently about purpose. I've also been talking about um be going beyond the mirror. I wanted to even say breaking the mirror because that would wow, that's a very powerful statement to break the mirror and 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 to collect all of yourself. And when I was uh reading about this gentleman who everybody suspects is cheating, they just don't know how he's doing it. I thought about that and I was like, wow. Um I guess he just thought that his run was going to continue to go. And uh, so he's gotten quiet. And I hope that 
I hope against hope that he did not do the cheating. But it's like, yeah, what goes up must come down. What goes to the left must come back to the right and all of that stuff. And it's like every time I look around, these wisdoms that I'm getting smacked upside the head with keep proving themselves and and giving us little anecdotes anecdotes, excuse me, not antidote, and anecdotes of um, the lessons that that she's bringing forth. And so um, I wanted to uh, go back through and just talk a little bit about the antidote for when you're having a downtime, when you're having those failures, those losses, and those misses. Because it is not a question of if, it is just when. And so I didn't realize this until I started studying alchemy and I started uh, putting certain tenets of uh, faith, if you will, into practice. Uh, I, I looked at the the old grandmasters uh, that wrote about this, uh, w- Waddles, um, you know, the uh, and then uh, of course Napoleon Hill, Dale Carnegie, and a host of others, uh, uh, Manly P. Hall, and I was like, oh my gosh, this stuff works. And so I'm kind of like wanting to. Uh, encourage people to know that even though you might be getting your karmic, you might be having to pay your karmic debt, there is life after that. There is life after missing an opportunity, uh, failing in a talent or um, suffering a loss or even getting your just desserts from a neglected talent. Uh, that though, that's a big one that people don't realize there's a way around it. So let's just talk about it. So the first thing is, is I want to talk about the, uh, fortune and fate and whatever your belief is about fortune and fate. I just kind of want to talk about it as a, a concept and not as a fact or even a truth, just as a concept. And so with fortune and fate, this is how I have decided to land on this for right now because, you know, I'm not going to be held to believing something statically. I'm going to allow myself, you know, to let this morph and grow. But at this particular moment, when I think about fortune and fate, I see fate as the um, controller of the line of our lives. Fate as the line of our lives where we have a beginning, a middle, and an end. You're born, you live, you die. Okay, and fate interacts with that. But I also see fortune, and fortune is the capricious will that spins. It can also be the will of fate, but it is the will that spins. And when it stops, you get what it gives. And so it's cyclical. And lo and behold, when fortune and fate unite, you better watch out because that's when some magic happens. Now, they have these um, famous sayings, and the one that comes to mind whenever I think about fortune and fate, or just fortune, is fortune favors the brave. And I'm going to say that the poker playing guy, oh, he was very brave. I think he was beyond brave because, (laughs) like I said, based on his statistics, he was not supposed to win that much. Um, I read, and and I don't know if this is the truth, but I just read this. So allegedly, 
out of the 69 games that uh, they had tape for that he played in, he won 62. And they uh, talked about why is it that if he was this good, and they gave it a, a, like, they equated it to this, like if he were to play in the NBA, he would never miss a shot after like his first season or something odd like that. And they were like, if you're that good, why are you playing at, and these were low uh, entry cash tables, anywhere from like three to $5. And so they were like, if you're that good, take your show to Vegas and show off, but yet still he continued to stay at the low tables. But they guesstimate that over his time of playing, he was able to make a quarter of a million dollars. So, hey, not knocking it, you know, and I'm just really hoping that this is just a mixed case. Maybe he is a savant of some sort. That's what I'm really hoping. But in the meantime and in between time, fate and fortune seem to have collided. And now he is going through this um, judgment phase. And every time I think about judgment, now you guys, um, I have a huge respect for Carl Jung, uh, the psychotherapist, and uh, use a lot of his modalities and have been influenced by him. And so there are certain archetypes, namely uh, the Tarot that he uh, used that I found great delight in learning over the years. And so uh, the Tarot or Tarot is is actually called um the road of fortune. And it is supposedly a way for us to dictate where we are in our life's journey and the cycle of it. Uh, so much so that the beginning um, representation is the fool and the ending representation of these major changes in our life is called the world. And right before the world where, you know, the the world signifies the end of that particular rotation. Uh, right before that one is judgment. And judgment means a rebirth. It means a reset. It means the final, you know, um, reaping so that you can come back as new, kind of like a phoenix. And whenever, like I said, whenever I consider uh, fate and fortune crossing or intersecting, that's where the judgment happens. And that's where I kind of see this happening for this guy. But I want you to know that there is a way out of this. And it's real simple. It is that eventually... It'll come back around. Oh, yes. Because when you're looking at fortune, whether it be good fortune or bad fortune, this cyclical thing that we're in, uh, it can be predicted. Now, you don't know when with regards to how much time, but you do know what? That eventually everything that falls has got to hit rock bottom and everything that goes up must come back down. There are just certain things that we can count on at this particular time while our physics as well as our laws of um, the way this earth works and this plane works, as long as those are still working, we can know those things. So let me let me just talk a little bit about the whole cyclical nature of life. Okay. And what that is, is when you look at this, this cycle, this wheel or whatever, there is a discernible pattern and I'm going to just give it to you. And that pattern is you ascend, then you hit a summit, then you have a decline and then there's a fall and then you repeat it. I was, 
I, I was doing myself a disservice when I uh, used to work with uh, premarital counseling for um, um, in, in my other life. And it wasn't until I started going back and remembering the cycles, the patterns, um, and then all of the other uh, timings and seasons and phases that it started to click and I was able to help be very useful for useful for people to start either fixing or understanding that the judgment had happened and they're not supposed to get married or whatever. And so just even understanding this and articulating it to them and now on this podcast, thank you so much for listening. It is helping me to remember so many wisdoms that I had to learn. And that is that during the ascension, now let me go back through those again, because there's four of them. Uh, When you ascend, meaning you're going up. When you hit the summit, meaning you have hit the top. When you start your decline, that means you are rebounding after going to the top. And then when you fall, that means that you are on the descent. Now, In ascension, when people are in the ascension, um, I'm not going to say that this happens all the time, but I have noticed that during the ascension, it is the hardest time and it's probably the most glorious time during this whole issue. I've talked about uh, the neurobiological processes that happen when we go through certain phases. And that's the same thing here. When you go through your ascension, that is part of that pleasure um, complex of the dopamine hit that you get that gives you that anticipatory high that makes you continue to have a drive and a lust for it. If you look at the folks like Even people that try to climb summits of mountains, when they're on the ascent, they might be going through all types of um, injury or issues, but there is still that drive to go forward and to reach that summit. And then they are able to reach the summit. They take their picture or they plant a flag. And then there is the decline. They have to go back down the mountain and a lot of times there is a fall, whether it is figurative or literal. There can be a fall where the adrenaline that was present during the ascension, it has to go out some kind of way. And when it when it leaves you, you can have a depressive fall. There have been many people that have achieved great feats and the fates and fortune were smiling upon them only to not be prepared to go through the decline and the fall. And so I want to give you this because when I started learning this part that I'm about to say here, it was powerful and it was life-changing. And that is that change is the only stability we have. Change is the only stability that we have. Now, you've heard me talk about uh, energy. You know, it's uh, neither created nor destroyed. It is always moving into and out of form. And so thus, when we say change is a stability it's because we know that it's energy. We are energy. All of the, the things that we are around, seen, tangible, and unseen, are energy. So we are all these different energies moving in vibrations and frequencies and moving into and out of form all the time, neither being created nor destroyed, but yet and still we coexist. And so change is our stability. And If you would just dare yourself to entertain that and even just meditate on it, maybe even just 10 seconds when you let that 
excuse me, when you let that marble around in your mind, what does change is stability mean? And you start to allow it to blossom and open up what that means for you. It starts to help you understand that if you have had a failure, a loss, or even a miss, if you've neglected the talents you have and you feel like your window of opportunity has closed, when you understand that change is a stability, that means that everything is always changing and you're always in some part of the cyclical wheel of ascension, summit, decline, fall, rinse and repeat. So say, for instance, you're feeling down. You think, oh, I am a has-been. I've missed it. Everybody else has done X, Y, and Z. And here I am. I haven't done anything. If you don't realize this very thing that I'm talking about, the cycles of the wheel of fortune, and that change is a stability, meaning change is really all there is, you're going to keep yourself in the falling part of the cycle for way longer than you need to be. If you understand that after the fall, I get to ascend again, you will help to enact that. You will help for fortune and fate to unite again and bless you. And understand that when you have a good spate of luck, that's great. But when fame and for, I mean, not fame, but fate and fortune intersect, and you get the judgment side of stuff where it's it, it doesn't feel that good. Also know that that is part of the blessing of, of living this life because your no's are a lot of times more important than your yeses because your no's will cause you to learn, change, grow, and the no's can possibly even save your life. And so be thankful for both of what you get. Okay, but going back to this antidote and eventually things come around and all of this kind of stuff. The next thing is, is I want, want you to understand that when you go through these um, cycles, understand that you need to get a, an awareness. And, and when I say need to get, I'm actually saying wake up to the fact that you have these awarenesses. And the awareness that I'm talking about is timing, what season it is what fate it is, uh, um, phase it is, and what is the pattern that you're seeing. And so case in point, if you understand these types of things and you know that, okay, I had a missed opportunity. This is the second time around. I see it coming back around. You have already identified what phase you're in and a pattern. The next thing I want you to do is try to figure out what season it is. Um, And the season doesn't necessarily have to correspond with, you know, fall, winter, spring, summer. But I mean, you can start there. Like, for instance, there there is this this lady who used to tell this story when we were in um, high school, a teacher. And she was like, you cannot fight with the wind. She says, don't believe me. She was like, go and wear summer clothes in December and see what happens to you. Now, of course, we lived at the time we lived in a place where they experienced all four seasons. So that made perfect sense there. And that has always kind of stuck with me, what she said, but now wisdom is uh, making it more robust and adding some tweaks and some insights to it. And that goes into understanding what your season is. 
And are you in a season of new birth? Are you in a season of growth to maturation? Are you in a season of harvesting and and bringing and getting prepared to make it through the decline? And, or are you in a season where you're in a, a fall, meaning that you're in that winter, you're in that everything is cold and doesn't look like anything is moving for you. It looks like life has forgotten you. Depending on where you are, that's your season. And understanding what phase this is, you know, is this the first phase, second phase or whatever? Understanding what season you're in, you're in, and understanding timing. And when we talk about timing, because you know, for me, timing is a weird kind of thing. I think of it as a construct. But when we talk about timing, uh, based on your your uh, phase, your patterns, your seasons, is this your time to go forward in offen- offense or defense? Or how do you play this? Do you just make room for it and, and wait expectantly? All of these things go into this. And so I'm going to repeat these real quick because I want to make sure you get them. All right. And that is when you want to uh, have a redo, if you will. Say, for instance, you've had a failure, a loss or a missed opportunity or you squandered some talent, some money, or something like that. Don't kick yourself. Don't, do not get into mourning and um, having regrets because that will stop you cold and you'll just stay in um, the free fall for, for too long. When that has happened, understand that eventually life has a way of bringing things back around. And I choose to call them fate and fortune based on the archetypes of Carl Jung. And you can find them in the tarot and all this kind of stuff. And don't at me saying that's not Christian. Don't be, don't be that person that is closed-minded. If you're listening to this podcast by now, you know that you have the propensity to grow change because change is really all there is and be so much more. So never stop, never stake your claim that this is it. Don't do that. Okay. But anyway, I get back to this. So The antidote for this is to understand that we live in a cyclic nature of life. Just like the seasons of the earth, we have seasons in our life. We have phases, we have timings, um, and, and we also have patterns. And so become aware of those things. Become aware of them. Become aware of the fact that you have to know your timing. You have to know what season you're in. You have to know if this is a phase, meaning that this is something that's new, or this is the third time, this is the fifth time or whatever, and understand the pattern so that you can have uh, some wisdoms when you go through it. Well, the last time I failed and I, I gathered this piece of information. Th- and then that other time I failed, it was because I didn't recognize that I was in XYZ season or whatever. So each time the phase and the pattern comes around, you are gaining hopefully a little bit more information. Now, in my neck of the woods, when I was growing up, my mother tried to teach us. She was like, try to um, learn fast because the next time the quote unquote lesson comes around, it only gets harder and harder. She was of the opinion. She was like, you cannot run from your issues. Stand there and deal with them because if you run, they are going to find you. And when they do, they will have morphed into something that is horrendous that could have been taken care of if you just dealt with it the first go around. So I came out of the school of 
try to make it good the first time around. But inevitably, there are going to be some areas where that is not the case and you're going to have to deal with things. And so in order to deal with that, I'm going to talk a a little bit about some other stuff uh, around this to help you out, okay? All right. And that is with these cycles, we understand, we need to understand it is what it is. And, and when I say it is what it is, understand that cycles are made up of these things. They are made up of creation and destruction, rising and falling. And so remember when I was talking about what season, what phase, what pattern, this is the, I call it the trick or the insight. Thank you, Carl Jung, <laughs> that you can now start to use as a diagnostic tool to help you understand what phase am I in? Um, what pattern am I seeing? You can basically say, why is this happening to me? Now, I don't want you to say why this is happening to me because whenever you use why, you kind of muddle up the way wisdom can come to you. So, I usually will say, and you can borrow this one, I'll usually can say, will say, what do I need to do to um, make, make heads or tails of this? And who do I need to become? And so when I start doing that, that's when wisdom is, is freer to be able to take me by the hand and help me through my situations. Okay, so your cycles, they have different components of them. Okay, the components are you have to understand that they have an ascension, a summit, a decline and a fall. Then there are certain awarenesses that you would do well to understand when you're in your cycle. And that is what timing is it? What season? What phase or what pattern? And then with all of this cycle, try to figure out if this is a cycle of creation or destruction, or is this a a cycle of rise or fall? I was, uh, like I said, I I look and and try to glean information from different lives that are out there. And recently there had been this big squabble between these two female entertainers who were rappers. And a lot of people were actually seeing one rapper's cycles before she could see them. And they were like, this is not your ascent. They, they weren't using these words, but this is really what they were saying. Why are you fighting with this other newcomer rapper? You're not in the ascent anymore. You need to be gracious in your decline and fall, and then that will make your ascension come back faster. They didn't necessarily, I'm not going to say they didn't know this, but they didn't use those words, but that's in essence what they were saying. And so she, you know, fought the good fight and tried to continue to, quote unquote, have her ascension. And the way life and fate are, life smashed her straight into um, her decline because what she was thinking was her ascension was her summit. She was she had made it to this pinnacle. And it's not to say that she won't ever come back, but she had made it to this pinnacle and she didn't realize it. And so thus, when the decline came, she was like, I'm retired. And so people are like, what, what, you, you, you know, you don't have to retire. And she's, you know, of course she said, I want to go and start my family and do all this kind of stuff. And I think that's really great. I, I really do. And what I will say is, is that by taking that, that example, and even the example of the po- poker guy, because he'll, he will be able to rebound after this. He will. Um, 
but when we understand whether the cycle is for a creation or a destruction, a rise or a fall, we don't have to take it personally. We can accept it for what it is, keep moving and know that, oh, okay, so um, I'll move on to the next one. You know, and so, of course, I can almost hear you saying, well, what if the cycle I'm in is in creation and I know I'm at my summit now? I don't want to go into decline. One of the things I will say again, the no's, the bad lucks or that side of whatever are, I think, better because you have an opportunity to kind of like level up, power up faster when you go through the declines and the the descents and the, you know, the falls because you learn so much. That's when you go into um, the areas where you meet yourself and you get an opportunity to upgrade, change and take out the stuff that no longer serves you. So as much as you enjoy the creative side and the ascension and even getting to the summit, have that kind of joy for when you have the decline, the fall, you know, the destruction and the and the falling. OK. And so in my last few moments, I'm going to just try to recap what we've said. And thank you so much for listening, because this one right here, this is one of those wisdom smacks that you kind of have to let it marinate and uh, try to get it in you so that when you need it, it's not too late. Okay. So when I'm, when we're talking about, eventually it comes around, we're talking about the cycle of life. And I talked about fortune and fate, and I did not talk about them as a, you know, deity kind of influence. I'm just talking about them as something that uh, the psychology community Ha, uh, was made aware of through the archetypes that Carl Jung used in his dream interpretations and therapies and different little things. Okay. So fate and fortune. And as I said before, I see fate as that energy that uh, works with us on a linear line where we have our beginning, our birth, middle, uh, our, our the majority of our life, and then our end, death. Um, it works on that linear line. Whereas uh, fortune works in the cycle. It's in the circle. And so you can even think of it as the wheel of fortune, karma, a karmic debt, a windfall. Uh, you can even look at it as good or bad luck if, if that's the whole thing. But then I want to just say that we use uh, fortune and fate in the intersection to be a uniting where these things happen. And then remembering that we have a cyclic life. Yes. So instead of it just being aligned with that middle beginning and end, we are contained within circles within that life. And in those circles, you've got uh, the four parts. You've got ascension, summit, decline, and falling, and then understanding that change is stability. So that's what it is. And in your awareness, making sure that you understand your timing, your seasons, your phases, and your patterns. And also remembering that there are creations and destructions, rises and falls. So yep, my time is up. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. And that's going to do it for today's podcast of Wisdom Smack with Michelle Spiva. If you like this podcast, please help us get the word out. Like, comment, subscribe, and even share. And if you really like it, 
please help us continue to get the word out by considering using this show's link for Amazon. So when you want to go to Amazon and you do all of your general shopping, uh, please use michellespiva.com forward slash AMZ. It's simple as that. It doesn't cost you anything extra. And this show might receive a little bit of commission that will go towards helping to further get these episodes out to you and to others. So thank you so much for listening. This has been Michelle Spiva with Wisdom Smack. Bye.